coming up on 5-Minute News. Mitch McConnell backs January 6 electoral reform bill. US to keep target for refugee admissions at 125,000. And sabotage may have caused Baltic pipeline leaks. It's Wednesday, September 28. I'm Anthony Davis. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell said on Tuesday he would proudly support legislation to overhaul rules for certifying presidential elections, bolstering a bipartisan effort to revise a 19th century law and avoid any repeat of the January 6 insurrection. The legislation would clarify and expand parts of the 1887 Electoral Count Act, which, along with the Constitution, governs how states and Congress certify electors and declare presidential winners. The changes in the certification process are in response to unsuccessful efforts by Donald Trump and his allies to exploit loopholes in the law and overturn his 2020 defeat by Joe Biden. McConnell made the remarks just before a committee vote on the legislation. He said he would back the bill as long as a bipartisan agreement on the language was not significantly changed. McConnell noted that in addition to Republican objections to Biden's win, Democrats objected the last three times that Republicans won presidential elections. The legislation would make it harder for Congress to sustain those objections. A total of 147 Republicans in the House and Senate objected to results in key states won by Biden. Handfuls of Democrats objected to Donald Trump's victory in 2016 and George W. Bush's wins in 2000 and 2004. McConnell's comments gave the legislation a major boost as its bipartisan sponsors pushed to pass the bill before the end of the year and the next election cycle. Trump is still lying about election fraud as he considers another run. Trump publicly pressured states, members of Congress and his vice president Mike Pence to undo Biden's win. Even though Trump's efforts failed, lawmakers in both parties said his attacks showed the need for stronger safeguards in the law. Joe Biden has kept the nation's cap on refugee admissions at 125,000 for the 223 budget year, despite pressure from advocates to raise it even higher to meet the need after falling far short of that target this year. Refugees' advocates have been pushing the Biden administration to do more to restore the U.S. refugee admissions program. The more than four-decade-old program suffered deep cuts under the Trump administration, which slashed admissions to a record low of just 15,000. Biden raised the cap to four times that amount, but so far fewer than 20,000 refugees have been admitted this budget year, which ends on September 30th. That number excludes the roughly 180,000 Ukrainians and Afghans who came to the United States via a legal process called humanitarian parole that got them into the country more quickly than the traditional refugee program but only allows for stays of up to two years. Refugees are provided a path to permanent residency. Their admissions are determined by the president each year, and federal funding for resettlement agencies is based on the number of people they resettle in a given year. 
The 125,000 target is justified by humanitarian concerns or is otherwise in the national interest, Biden stated in his presidential determination. Historically, the average has been 95,000 under both Republican and Democratic administrations. Biden earmarked 5,000 more slots for people from Europe and Central Asia for the 2023 budget year, making room to accommodate those fleeing the war in Ukraine. Meanwhile, the Biden administration is also laying out its plan to meet an ambitious goal of ending hunger in the US by 2030, including expanding monthly benefits that help low-income Americans buy food. Denmark said yesterday it believed deliberate actions by unknown perpetrators were behind large leaks which seismologists said followed powerful explosions in two natural gas pipelines running under the Baltic Sea from Russia to Germany. European leaders and experts pointed to possible sabotage amid the energy standoff with Russia provoked by the war in Ukraine. The incident overshadowed the inauguration of a long-awaited pipeline that will bring Norwegian gas to Poland to bolster the continent's energy independence from Moscow. The first explosion was recorded early Monday southeast of the Danish island of Bornholm, said Bjorn Lund, director of the Swedish National Seismic Network. A second, stronger blast northeast of the island that night was equivalent to a magnitude 2.3 earthquake. Seismic stations in Denmark, Norway and Finland also registered the explosions. There is no doubt this is not an earthquake, Lund said. Denmark's Foreign Intelligence Service didn't see any increased military threat against Denmark after the three leaks on the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. The German operator of the pipelines, Nord Stream AG, said it's preparing a survey to assess the damage in cooperation with local authorities. In Sweden, acting Prime Minister Magdalena Andersson said it is probably a case of sabotage, but not an attack on Sweden. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. Just two friends having a lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts.